How Can This Be podcast. We are back again. Uh, Maddie B joining me as always. What's up, girl? How you doing? I love your intro so much. I was just laughing. It makes me so happy when you do it. I don't know why. I'm great. Um, I'm not. I'm actually not great. But me and Justin were just talking about how we both have stuff we just want to yell about. And then I feel like after this episode, we're going to get more structured because we've been having feedback from other people how we should structure our, our shows, which I yeah. appreciated immensely because sometimes I feel like we just go down a rabbit hole and we've mm-hmm. been doing that lately, which is great. But I think that's yeah. one of our like, that's one of our strengths though. I feel like, you know, yes. you don't, you, you want to, you know, you want to harness the wild horse. You don't want to lose <laughs> the inner wild horse though, you know? True, like, true, true. I think, I, true. I think it's, it's one of our strong suits to really, you know, dive down the darkest of rabbit holes, chasing yeah. the Cheshire cat. <laughs> Maybe coming out the other side. Yeah, hopefully coming out the other side okay. Usually there's a lot of anxiety involved on my part. I'm like, oh shit, I hope I didn't say anything too, too offensive. So <laughs> I know last episode we did, well, it's because we had a guest on, I barely spoke and it was the first time I didn't need anything edited out. And it's because usually I feel like I talk for 90% of the fucking time. So yeah, I need to yeah, stop I, doing that. I mean, I think like, you know, we were, I think you and I were reasonably tame last week. I was so tame, except then I forgot. So I listened to the second half and I texted you and I was like, this is fine. But I forgot I went the fuck in on my ex-boyfriend from Boston and his new girlfriend. It's all right. <laughs> I, I went like, in on my I'm... uncle. <laughs> That's true. I, yeah. What was his name? Tony. What's his name? Tony. Yeah. Fucking Tony. My I, guy. I, I, called my, I called my mother tonight. I was going to the village grocer. I hadn't spoken to my mother in, in nary a fortnight. Um, yes. And I called her and I was... I was bitching about several things, um, you know, how I dislike mm-hmm. this season of The Bachelorette already. We'll get into that. <laughs> I need to, I need to watch. Uh, this girl sucks. You will love hate I've, watching it. Oh, I can't wait. It's on Hulu, so I should watch. Anyways, keep going. So you were and talking to your mom. I, I called, I called my mom and, you know, I, I said to her, I was like, yeah, I... I was like, I don't know what got into me. I, I polished off about a, a, a half a, you know, a glass, a half, I don't know, how, not like a half a glass. It's like a, a half it's full. It's a rocks glass. Yeah, it's a half full, uh, yeah. you know, rocks glass of, of bourbon. And I was like, I just went after Uncle Tony inexplicably. <laughs> don't know how that happened. And it's my mom's ex-brother-in-law. And she was like, oh, uh, she was like, you, sometimes I listen to your podcast and I think maybe you should leave things on the cutting room floor. But my mom's like, you know, a very uh, reserved, uh, mm-hmm. ultra conservative personality and that she's yes. not super outspoken like I am. Go figure. Yes. Um, <laughs> I got, you know, I got my dad's genes with that one. Yes. But this is the same guy, my uncle, who, fuck, we could do a whole episode about my, my uncle's escapades. He's like the town mm-hmm. drunk in the town that I grew up in. Oh, my and God. He uh, one time got, he's, he spent his fair share of time in drunk tanks, being arrested for various things. Um, he headbutted my dad and broke his nose once. <laughs> Holy fuck. And my, my dad sued him. And oh, I, my God. Yeah, so uh, it's a whole thing. Yeah, am I peeling back? 
Am I peeling back layers of the of the Lang onion here for you, Maddie? Yeah, but everything that's happened in your family is what's made you you, and I think that that's great. I also like if you're in a if you're like a grown ass adult, like you're a father, and someone harms you, medical bills are real, and I'd be like, yeah, you're paying me for you broke my fucking nose, you're paying for my medical bills, you fuck. Yeah, that's exactly. So there was, I, uh, I think it was, um, it was shortly thereafter, or no, it was actually a couple of years ago. I think my, my mom, uh, you know, works in, I don't, I don't exactly know her, her job title, but she works in Mm -hmm. some, some capacity for the state of New Hampshire's court system. Okay. So she was walking through and happened to see my uncle there for a court date. Of course. And mind you, my mom and dad were married for probably 10 years and dated a a couple of years before they got married. Obviously, it wasn't a shotgun wedding or anything like that. And my Uncle Tony looks at her and goes, hey, do you remember me? And she was like, yeah, Tony, you were my brother-in-law for like a decade. Of course I remember who you are. (laughs) What kind of question is that? (laughs) So that's that's a uh, i mean we, little, we can do a whole episode on that basically just family dude. stories from uh both of us <laughs> my family i feel like honestly it's the one thing that's off limits is because my my parents are just so drama like not that your parents are not drama free people your mom's not drama free but like dude i have so many things i would like to say that i just can't because I'm oh. scared of what would happen. My dad's always like, I like will bring something up to my dad. He's like, don't even go down that road. Don't engage. He's like, just stay your course, like whatever. Well, but, I mean, I mean, maybe we can spend an episode where I can just, you know, I can just regale you with tales of oh, I would me love. being recovering white trash. And, <laughs> you know, you could just react to it like, like a fucking I would love that. Those YouTube videos, you know? <laughs> my family's just scary and like we're all, I don't know. They're from Newton and they're from Boston. And like my uncle owns a, um, like he's in junk removal. Mm. Like he's in um, like disposable. I don't know what that's like what is junk removal or like junk removal. I don't you know, know because the whole Italian the, thing. I don't know. It started in the forties or the fifties. <laughs> so who fucking knows? Oh. Like, my Grammy did tell me a story that was like mafia ties, but it wasn't my family. It was like having to do with card games. I'm that's all I'm going to say. It was my family and it had to do with card games. But anyways, I don't know. Oh, another thing I wanted to touch upon because this came up in our last episode and I need to clarify this for people that like it needs to be clarified. So Sarah was saying how she's like, I don't understand why like I sit down to wear a mask and like, what is COVID going to know that like I'm eating so it can't come get me. And I was like, no, that's not what it's for. And I feel like people, there's like a meme going around like that. And I feel like people need to understand like why it's, it's still a risk, but it's okay. And why you have to wear a mask going to your table. And I said this on the episode, but I'm reiterating it because I need to be more articulate about it. As someone that works in the restaurant industry, I see hundreds of people a day, thousands of people a week, different people. And just based off of the numbers, I've definitely served someone with coronavirus before, 100%. However, they're wearing a mask when they're walking to their tables and they're walking by me. And then when they sit down, I have enough time and I know how to like position myself and I'm also protecting myself. And a lot of people actually keep their masks on at the table or I'll come over and they'll put it on, which is really nice. And like people Mm -hmm. are super nice about it, but it's not about you. It's not about COVID coming to get you. It's about you spreading it to other people around you. 
And every precaution needs to be taken in order to not do that. So if you wearing a mask walking to your table, you're not six feet away from me if you're walking to a table. Like the restaurant's small, even outside. Like you're not going to be six feet away from every single person at all times. It's not possible. Like wearing a mask just prevents that. So like, yeah, you sit down, but like now I'm in control and like I can figure that out. It's so you're protecting the people around you. It's not about coronavirus coming to get you and not knowing there's like being like, oh, there's chicken fingers on the table. So it it knows not to come. No, it's about protecting other people around you. And I feel like people, I'm not saying that Sarah's like this. I'm just saying in general, people need to understand that it's not just about you. It's about others and protecting other people. And that's my... Little PSA on masks. It's a, it's a, it's a common misconception, right? I mean, yeah. You know, the, and the best, the best way, because I, I know I said something because I forget what, what came up. It was like, oh yeah, you know, like it takes fifteen minutes to get into your system or whatever. I forget what the fact right. was that showed up. I was like, <laughs> so if you have coronavirus, Maddie, and you come over and you yeah. breathe directly into my mouth, I have fifteen minutes to like, you know, and I'm right. like, okay, like. That's not how no. science works. No, <laughs> like, you that's know, not it. If you're not wearing a mask and you walk by somebody that has it and they breathe at you, you're probably going to get yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. It's scary. And it's, I don't know. And now they're saying it's like 15 minutes or up to 15 minutes of contact in general. Like even if it's just back and forth for 30 seconds. I don't know. But it's just like, I'm saying like a lot this episode. I don't know why. But um, Sorry, yeah, I, I usually try to cut as many as I can in post. So yeah, I'm like that's great. No, Justin's like, dude, whatever you edit, I'm like, can you edit out a hundred minutes of this because I sound like a <laughs> fucking idiot. Anyways, what else is he gonna say? Oh, speaking of, I'm just gonna rant about how horrific this week has been, and then we can get into whatever else. The fuck roll, is baby, roll. I genuinely feel like this is therapy for me sometimes. So like, I appreciate everyone listening to me fucking spill whatever bullshit I'm going through. So anyways, Mercury went into retrograde this week, which basically means all communication technology and um, like travel is fucked up. So like always leaving extra time to like go somewhere. And like also people from your past are really prone to come up, which has happened with so many of my friends. I was on FaceTime with SJ and like one of her ex-boyfriends Google chatted her at work because she was like during the work day. We have, he, she hasn't talked to him since June. I was like, this is insane. Anyways, but it just like throws kinks into random shit. And so I was supposed to have dinner made for me by this dude on Monday. And I'm, it's 7.30. I'm leaving my house at 7.45. And girls will understand this. I shaved all of my legs, not just the bottoms. I shaved both whole legs, okay? Put lotion on. I did my fucking hair. I did a face mask. I did an eye mask. I did makeup. Because I was like, I don't go on dates. This is literally a date basically because like I that's what dates are now and I like got dressed got ready he calls me and he's like super nervy and I'm like what's up and he's like I just I just realized that I have to tell you like something happened at work and I was like oh for fuck's sake like what and he was like on Friday and I hadn't seen him since he's like on Friday one of the guys that I work with has COVID he said I saw him briefly outside and he, I was like, were you wearing a mask? And he was like, I don't remember. And I was like, did you get out of the car and like see him? And he was like, uh, I don't know. I don't remember. And he's like, I don't remember if I like shared stuff with him. I was like, okay, just so we're on the same page. There's absolutely no fucking way I'm going to go see you tonight. Like there's absolutely no way. And, and you need to go get a test and I will not be hanging out with you until you're negative. And I was like, and that's just on that. And then I'm so fucking pissed off because not only am I like ready to go out, I'm fucking starving. I was like, ready to have this beautiful pasta meal cooked for me. I was ready to get fucking laid. I was like, feel it. I was like, I'm going to have a great night this Monday night. I was like, I haven't had sex since 
Thursday. I was like, I'm going to fucking blow a gasket. And then he did see that. I was so mad. So I went, Justin's laughing so hard. <laughs> so then these are like problems that don't sound like they're problems, but they're fucking problems. Because I was like, you can only take like little joys in life are so important right now. And I was like, this is like all I have right now. So anyway, so I went to go get vegan ice cream by myself. And then my friend Robin was like, why don't you just come over on your way home and like come sit with us? So we watched plastic surgery shows for like an hour. And like, I ate my vegan ice cream and honestly it was lovely. And I was like, so happy that I, that happened to my night, but I was so fucking pissed, whatever. So then I pick up a shift on Tuesday, which was fine. I made good money. That was fine. Whatever. Then my check engine light comes on. I had just spent $400 on fucking servicing my new car. And now my check engine light comes on. Are you fucking kidding me? And then, yes, dude. And then (laughs) I get a fucking email from Peloton on Tuesday being like, hi, your service delivery is delayed. It was supposed to come Thursday. They're like, it's delayed. You have to call and reschedule. I go on or go on the website. I go on the website. It says December 1st. I ordered it first week of September. And I was yeah. like, you, you got to be kidding me. Also, I put money down and they've already charged me for one of the payments. And I was like, what the fuck? So I call them and I'm on hold for fucking 20 minutes. And I finally get in contact with this dude. And I'm like, I need you to explain to me what's going on because it's two days before this is going to get delivered. I don't understand how. And he's like, well, our barge that has all of our new bike pluses on it is trapped in the port of Los Angeles, which is like our major distribution center to the warehouse that then distributes to the other distribution centers all over the country. So it's stuck on that barge. And I was like, I understand what you're saying, but I need you to explain it to me in a way that's going to make me understand why it's going to take six, seven, eight weeks to get to me. And he was like, it's literally just stuck on there. And I was like, I don't understand the logistics, but I need you to just go on and get it off. I'm like, what the fuck? What and he was, was like, customs? I have no idea. He like, wouldn't give me an answer. He just kept, as Jay keeps like sending me like funny memes about fucking barges and shit. Cause he literally just been, been just kept being like, it's on the barge in the port. And I was like, sir, I, why is it taking eight weeks? Like if you get it off the barge in a week, why can't you get it delivered to me sooner? Like, I don't fucking understand, especially if I'm someone in Los Angeles, regardless. This is like a first word problem, but like, I'm fucking yeah. annoyed. So then that happened. I would and be then too. I'm so fucking annoyed. And then I'm going to Mexico in two weeks. And so all of us are trying to like quarantine ourselves kind of like I'm going to work and stuff, but I'm really not seeing people outside of the, outside of the guy that I'm talking to because he just got a text and it's negative. So I'm talking to him, obviously. And then the people I'm going with and then at work. And then I met this, okay, this second dude. Remember I told you about there's a second guy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Esther just texted me and she goes, Trump is saying he's immune to COVID. Oh my God, yeah, she just goes, Trump's saying he's immune to COVID. You're not immune to COVID. You had COVID, so that doesn't mean you're immune. Anyways, and I want to hang out with him, but I'm like, I don't fucking know you and you haven't got, I don't know your shit and you haven't gotten tested. And he was like, I'll I'll go get tested to hang out with you. So I think he's going to go get tested so I can hang out with him. And I'm just aggravated. I'm fucking sick of this shit. I'm I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the fucking pandemic it's, how, it's how much longer shit. is mercury in retrograde for it ends on election night Ooh, november 3rd yeah oh okay so, all right i was gonna say like you know just with with how this is like this snowball is kind of picking up steam here you i was gonna say you know what's gonna happen is you're gonna get to mexico the first day you're there you're gonna get a call from peloton and they're gonna be like hey uh we're outside your apartment with your bike i mean honestly justin that could happen <laughs> that could legitimately happen and now that it's out there in the universe it probably will so i'm gonna just try and cover all my bases and be like who's there to receive the peloton because that probably will fucking happen um i mean there's other shit that's been going on this week but yeah it was ridiculous 
And I'm I'll make sure I knock on wood for you, all right? Please do, because I'm fucking over this. Um, But (laughs) one of my horoscopes that I listened to said that a a passion project of mine, which this is my only quote-unquote passion project that I have in my life, will be like thriving this month and it will really like take a turn and like, I know. All right. It'll be like, it'll be great. And like, um, it's really going to like come to the surface of like things and like launch into major success and like be something that you can like turn into like a career. And I was like, Fuck oh, yeah, daddy, God. let's go. It's happening. I know. So, Oh man. So, um, so yeah. when I was reading you notes that I, uh, that I got from my, uh, from my friends that, you know, over the weekend, that must've just mm-hmm. been music to your ears then. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just kind of like aligns with your horoscope there. It was. My horoscopes have been very valid. They've been very spot on the past few days in this app that I'm listening to or whatever. It's like a new podcast on Spotify. And it's talked about this new guy that I'm talking to because he's also a Leo. And it was like, have you ever like tried being with a Leo? And I'm like, oh my fucking God, like this guy's a Leo. And then it was like, it was just saying all this shit. So I'm feeling like this is validated and it's going to happen as I wield my wine glass around. I feel like we're going to do big things here. And I also appreciate like Sarah kept being like, when you guys get big, and SJ always is like, when you get big, when you guys get big. And I'm like, it's going to fucking happen. It's happening. I've, I've had a lot of people say that to me too. Like that they think, you know, what we're doing is fantastic. <clears throat> like in reality, we're just, we're two people that can really fucking talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like to the point where oh it probably, exa- like, I, I don't know how, my wife and I have been married for two years. I don't know how she's put up with me just never shutting the fuck up for like two years. You know? She's the fucking G- best. She's a G. I fucking love her. Yeah, she like she- responded to my story lot when you guys were on vacation. And I was like, I've never felt so validated in my fucking life. Like, what did she say? I forget. She was said something and I was like, I, this is so important. Thank you for being <laughs> responding to me i'm so happy because and i also just always respond to her stories whenever it's your kid and i'm just like oh my god like i'm obsessed with your child he uh because justin's baby is so fucking cute fun, fun except fact. when he's shitting all over the house oh my god yeah i'll tell that story so i've told a shit story before about my my infant son yeah. so number one my uh, my infant son I like to refer to him as my infant son because it sounds <laughs> it sounds funny when you say it that way. It Took his first steps yesterday. <gasps> what? Why did yeah. I know that? Oh my god! Oh my god! Where were you both there? Oh, I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> I was not there. <gasps> what I, happened? I, Where was he? So it was in the it was in the kitchen. Um, and we've been like practicing walking with him. I mean, he's almost 11 months old. He's almost a year Mm -hmm. old. Like he's getting there. And uh, I have basically, since I got back from my, uh, my little weekend getaway up, uh, up in the sticks of Northern New Hampshire. Um, I I left the house before yesterday for like, and like yesterday I left for one hour. It was the only time I've left the house this week. And of course that's when it happens. And I was, she, Kara got it on film. So she sent me the video and I was, I went to uh, go pick up Thai food for us and I got it. And I was like, no, like screaming to the high heavens. Did she like, get it on I film? missed it. Yeah, she did. She oh, got it on film. I know. And then, and then I got home later and we, we practiced some more and he took a couple more steps. And I was like, okay, great. Well, at least I, you know, I got to see this at least a little bit, you know? Yes. 
Oh my god. Oh my god, that's crazy. Now just wait, he's gonna start fucking running around your house and then you're fucked. Yeah, no, I know. He it's getting to that point. Like he uh he'll he'll try to climb the stairs, he'll try to like crawl away from oh us really god. quickly. You know, <laughs> crawl away from us quickly. Like he's like bye. See ya. <laughs> well, he did it to me today. He was oh going to god. he was going to do like uh I got back from the grocery store today and I came in and he was like playing with little matchbox cars in the kitchen. As soon as I came in, he started crawling away and turning and looking at me and then crawling a couple more steps and look, like he wanted me to chase him. And as, oh as soon God. as I started going, he would like, whatever the crawling equivalent to sprinting is, would do that. He <laughs> did it like seven times in a row. Like my first 15 minutes home was just chasing him around the, the first floor while, while oh my, my wife God. made him dinner. But yeah, two nights ago. So this this has happened a couple of times. You know, I think it's just it's the age, it's the it's the feeling mm-hmm. of of being in a bath. He <laughs> shit a lot in the tub as I was about to like start washing him. Like I I, I had my my soapy puppet mitt on. I was I was doing my my uh, I'd call him Mr. Froggy. I was doing my Mr. Froggy voice with him and. He looked me dead in the eye and <laughs> just cut ass and like it was it was not solid. It was like diarrhea all in the tub. <laughs> and I was like, I don't first of all, I don't know why this keeps happening. And like because this is like the third time in the last two months that he's done it to me. Oh my god. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, Kara, Kara, come quick, grab the towel. And like grab the towel, carry him upstairs, you know, clean him off, what have you. I come up, bring him back down to go in the tub, and he shit a trail that I didn't notice <laughs> down the stairs to the tub, ruined the uh, the bath mat, had to throw that out. Just a, oh my just a pile God. of baby shit. And then I put him in, oh I washed him up real quick, and I was like, all right, buddy, you ready to get out? He looked me in the eye again and cut like no. a man-sized fart at me. And I was like, Kara, Kara, we got to get him out of the tub now and into a diaper. Let's go. <laughs> Double time. Let's rock. Come on. And she, she comes like running in with a towel, runs him upstairs like, like the Heisman Trophy, like get the oh hell out of my God. way, like under, under her arm. Like, yeah, disaster. Duh. Our lives are Zaster. so different. I know. Very different. And this is this has been uh married versus single single. We're uh Oh my <laughs> god. I'm the like the title of this segment. We are. We're trying to do something with that because it's so fucked how different our lives are. And I can't even think about having kids right now. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. First of all, thinking about myself with a pregnant belly, I'm like People are going to freak out if I ever get pregnant. They're going to be like, what the fuck? Um, Because, like, what the fuck? And then also, I can't imagine... I am, like, getting obsessed with kids, though, which is weird. I I used to hate children, and I never thought I would ever want them. And now I, like, see kids, and I'm like, oh, I, like, need to be around you. And, like, you're so cutie. And, like, I'm obsessed with you. It's so weird. But I, like, don't want them. I don't want them now, obviously. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like, my my life moved very quickly the last couple of years well, when you know you know that's yeah. like the other thing it's like if you know you know which is also why i'm considering not talking to this boy anymore because we've been hooking up for four months and i'm like are you i'm what's happening here yeah that's another story 
It's yeah. like, if you know, you know. It's, another, it's true. Another tale for a different time, perhaps. Another tale for a different day. We can talk about uh, your girl, Ellen DeGeneres, and her new Dude. haircut. First of all, here is what I'm going to say about Ellen DeGeneres. It sounds like she's Terry. Sounds like she's not a good human after everything that's been coming out on Twitter. I mean, wouldn't you agree? It sounds like she's a miserable person. So I've heard this like years ago. Really? Yeah. So I I used to listen to uh, the Adam Carolla show podcast. Um, I I know who that is. Do you ever see the man show? Yes. Back in the day, he was one of the yes. co-hosts of that. The other TV. guy. Yes. Yeah, not not Jimmy Kimmel. The less <laughs> famous of the two. So yes. he was like one of the first podcasts, like podcasts out there. Like when podcasts first became a thing, you know, mm-hmm. now every husky white guy with a beard, much like myself, and, has a podcast. <laughs> and single 30-year-old female. Exactly. We're, Maddie and I are, are the perfect pair to start our own podcast. We're the, yeah, we're the best duo. Uh, um, so he would talk about how, like, it, it came up a couple times that she terrorized interns and was, like, a bitch, like, to, to work for and was just, like, a, a, like a bad person. And, yeah like shit like that but like you don't see it on camera because she's like she's bubbly and she's dancing and like you know it might just be like the climate of the world ever since like i don't know if it's the climate of the world but like i feel like ever since like the me too movement happened people have been more comfortable like saying things about abusive that aren't right i agree because that needed to come out and like the me too movement is so important because Shit's been going on like that for as long as time has existed. That how long has the world been around since then? Probably since whoever started the simulation. It's that's that's how long the world's been around. But yeah, and (laughs) but I do have someone close to me that works with Ellen. She doesn't work on the show, but she works with her in a different manner. Mm -hmm. And I asked her. And she said she has been nothing but lovely and kind and welcoming and, and wonderful to her. And she was like, I don't, but I don't work for her. I'm not on her payroll. Real, I said, like, she's not really on her payroll. Right. Um, so, but, and she says, she said great things. But anyways, I mean, her new haircut is preposterous. And mm. I, I don't know. I just think it's insane. But like to each their own, I guess. I don't yeah. fucking know, dude. I, I, mean, I, I threw a thought? tweet out there that she looks like Johnny Bravo now. Like, oh, she, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. high slick back. Like I'm expecting it's her to come odd. out and. And introduce herself at her next show and say, like, what do you say? Hey, mama. Hey, mama, what's up? (laughs) That's my Johnny Bravo voice. She looks like every guy at the W Hotel in Scottsdale that I never want to talk to me, but talks to me anyways. That's what she looks like. That's exactly (laughs) what she looks like. I'm like, please stay away from me. And then they're just telling me about their, like, Audi that they have. And I'm like, I could not care less about anything that is coming out of your mouth. That was exactly what I was going to say. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I drew a, uh, a Porsche when I was in college. Did you know that? Yeah, like, and I'm like, you <laughs> fuck. I just hate everybody. Um, have, you, have you ever had, like, a, a truly, like, despicable dick boss? Oh, my God, are you kidding? Oh, my God. Did it, have we not talked about this? I told my boss he was the most fucked up individual I've ever met, and then I, and then I dared him to fire me. Oh my God, no, we didn't talk about this. Oh my God. Oh yeah. This man is like 
horrific. Okay. Yeah. We'll get into it. And I'm sure so many people have stories like this. This could be another segment that we could do like terrible bosses. Um, and it's funny because when I got hired at my most recent job, one of their questions that I thought was excellent was like, well, who's your favorite manager you've ever worked for? Who is one of my very now close friends? His name's Obi Okafo. He's literally the most amazing person on the planet. Mm. Um, and why, but then also your least favorite manager and why? And I was like, oh, I won't even hold back for this. So when I was working at a restaurant in LA, um, like three, I worked there for almost three years and this man started working there. He took the place of the GM that was like one of my close friends. And then she ended up going to a different restaurant. So he came in, he had little man syndrome, Napoleon syndrome. He's five, probably five, nine, five, 10. No, probably five, nine, five, eight, five, nine. Whoa, whoa, Super whoa, hairy. easy. I'm five, nine. Okay. I don't have Napoleon No, you're skin. not. Okay, then he's shorter than you. I'm just kidding. I'm just I fucking thought, with you. Five, nine? No, you're not. You're like five, 11. No, I'm five. I'm five, 10. Split the difference. Yeah. You're not five, nine. Okay. So he's like probably five, eight, five. Actually, no, he's shorter than that because I'm f almost five, six and he was a little bit taller than me. Okay. Anyways, so he had major Napoleon syndrome and then he also hated women, like fucking hated women mm. and all, like blatantly, like a blatant sexist piece of shit and like would favor the boys. And it was like insane. And I had already been working there for two and a half years. And like, I know the lay of the land. I know how things work. I was a corporate certified trainer. Like, like I'm corporately trained to like do shit. And he came in and he hated me which is another reason that like so many men don't like me. I'm sure there's many other reasons, but one of them and one of the kids that I'm talking to brought this up to me. He was like, the reason boys are so mean to you sometimes is because they're intimidated by you because I have a voice that I use and I'm not going to sit there and be fucking berated into doing dumb shit and like being a doormat basically. And so he was so fucking mean. One time he threw, so like on the expo line. So it's like that line that you put food up in the kitchen and then the person takes it and they bring it to the table. It's called the expo. He, my friend from the sister restaurant that was next door came over and she was like, Hey, can I get some beets? And so beets as a whole, you can't do anything with them. They have to be boiled. They have to be cooked in some way, pickled, like a whole yeah. beet. You can't just like bite into and eat like an apple. It's like a potato. It's like a softball. Like Right. You have to like treat it in some way. Being in a restaurant, if someone from the different sister restaurant, they would come over all the time and ask us for shit. You know that she's not just looking for a whole beat. Like, you know that she's probably looking for it for a salad or needs to put it on like a fucking pizza or something. So she's like, Hey, can you just like, can I have a beat for next door or whatever? And he puts one in a bowl and literally throws it at her down the line, like throws it. And she comes up to me and she was like, fuck that motherfucker. Like, he's such a piece of shit. And I was like, what did he do? She's like, he literally just threw a fucking dish at me. Like, all this stuff. I have a list in my phone of all the notes that he's done. Oh, yeah. So then, oh, he's horrible. Because I was like, I'm going to sue you. Like, I was like, if I get fired, I'm suing the fuck out of this place. Like, he was horrific to me. He would say terrible shit. Like, he would say, like, just mean things to me and be like, and roll his eyes at me and like, just be like, ugh, like, are you kidding me? And I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? So anyways, the last straw was when you close down the bar at this place, this is not normal for normal bars, but at the restaurant that I worked at, this is protocol. The, the manager on duty had to do a complete walkthrough with you with their like fingers or a dry towel and wipe down every surface with you. Be like, you need to clean more here. You need to clean more here. You forgot to pump this wine. You have to do this, this, and this. It took 10 minutes. Like, and then I would have to go back and do everything. The manager on duty this night did my walkthrough with me, said I was fine. And I was like, cool. So I left. I didn't leave on my own. The manager said I need to leave. The next day I come into, or two days later, I come into work. I've never been written up in my life for anything, in any job ever, mm -hmm. especially restaurants. 
I have a fucking write-up. And I was like, what? And she was like, the manager that was on duty had to give it to me. And she was like, she literally was crying. And she was like, I know he's just doing this because he's like out for you. But like, I have to give you this write-up. And I was like, I'm not fucking signing this. And she was like, it's my fault because I let you go. And he's just using it as an excuse. And I was like, oh, I, it's not my fault because of what you just said. You let me go, whatever. So then that goes on. And then if you know me, I can hold a grudge like nobody's business. And like, you do not like make me feel uncomfortable in my space or I will make you feel even more uncomfortable. And like, I will make your life a living fucking hell. And so for the next two weeks, that man would come into work and I was making his life a living hell. He would talk to me. I'd just walk away. He would try and say something to me. I'd walk away. Um, he'd be like talking during lineup. I'd start laughing. I would like, I was like being a petty bitch. So then he decides 8.30 on a Saturday that he's going to decide to talk to me about my behavior ever since the write-up. And I was hungover as fuck. I don't think I've been, I mean, I don't wake up before 10 a.m. on days that, like, I don't wake up before 10 a.m. essentially Mm. at all. He sits me down and he starts going at me. And I literally was like screaming in his face. I was like, you are the most fucked up individual of all time. You and I both know that you could get fired in an instant for this. I was like, I dare you to fire me. You are a stupid little wee man. I was like, you have a Napoleon complex. I was going the fuck off, dude. I was going off. I was like, I, I was like, I, I told him, I was like, I dare you to fire me. You fucking can't. And you know, you can't, which is why you're trying to do all this shit to get me to quit. I was like, you lead out of fear. And like, I don't respect you. I will never respect you. I was like, you can't come in here and demand respect. You don't even respect us. You don't even respect yourself. Look at you. You're a disgusting human. Oh my God. I went the fuck off. Oh, I went off. So then, <laughs> dude, And I was like, I will burn your fucking right up to the ground. I was like, and I will go to corporate and I will fucking get you fired. He never tried me again. He, so then he was like, all right, whatever. I just want to have like a non-hostile work environment. And I was like, you created this. I was like, I don't come to work hating my life. I was like, I feel fine about coming to work. That's on you. I was like, if you choose to think that you're in a hostile work environment, that's on you. I was like, you can only control how you react to me. And I was like, and you did something. I was like, I'm not ever going to respect you. And I don't need to. I was like, you're my boss. I don't need to respect you. And I was like, I work for, for the company and you're the, my manager, but like, that's it. And then my other manager was my friend. And he was like, I may or may not have gone into the security footage and taped the entire interaction. Dude, I have it on video and it is hysterical. I'm like lunging over the table at this man. He's horrible because I feel like, Anyways, that was like such a long story, but it is very funny. And I'll try and like find the visual cause, and put it up on the pod because it's or on the Instagram because it's so funny because like I talk with my hands so much and I like lean back and I like go in on him. And he's literally sitting at the end of the seat with his hands in the air, like surrendering. <laughs> and I was like, men like that are just terrible. And they, and the, the people, men in positions of power like that, that try and take advantage of women and like, not in necessarily like a sexual standpoint, but just like in general, like a power trip. And I was like, I'm not the fucking one. Like, that's not the way I was raised. And like, I will die on that hill. So like, I will go down with a fight. So yeah, he was a fucking terrible human. And then when I got hired, I literally told that exact story to my manager. And she was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody else besides that, like my old manager at the beer company I worked for was a fucking dream. I loved him. He was the best. He was the best. So I I need to hear about yours. I have a good one. Um, Tell me everything. So my story, I worked at, uh, so I I coached three places. The bad boss. um, (laughs) So he and I don't consort with one another anymore. 
I worked with a guy for two years. The first year was fine. We were good with all holdover players from the previous coach. So like mm-hmm. he had it rolling. All those guys, though, like we had more. We finished the season with like nine guys. We had we started the season with like sixteen, and this dude ran team? off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh so, my god! So we barely had enough to to run practice. Like, yeah, you know, we had to do four on four drills to keep everything like Jesus. So he ran off like six or seven dudes, like just because he was a dick. So we had three guys return for my second year there. We started off the season. We opened, we won the first game and lost the next 10. And it got progressively worse behaviorally with this, with, with my boss. And he, I'm trying to figure out a way to put this. So I forgot that I had said this. So the dude that, um, you know, interviewed and joined the staff for the second, the second year, he wanted me to kind of like walk around with him. And he was like, do you like work kids out for like extra money on the side after you're done for the day? I said, well, I'm here like 13 hours a day. So when I leave this place, I have absolutely zero interest in doing anything yeah. basketball related. So no, I don't. And I didn't even remember saying that until after I quit this job and moved on. But this guy was the biggest dickhead I've ever, and like, I didn't realize it at first until I ran into his old boss at the final four one year. And I said, Hey coach, how are you? You know, nice to meet you. I work for, you know, I'm not going to use his name, but I work for, you know, coach X X." and he looked at me with a completely straight face and goes, Sorry to hear that. <gasps> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was just like, didn't crack a smile. I was like, oh, you're not joking. I was like, all right. Oh well, my God. you know, nice to meet you. Have a, have a good trip. You know, enjoy, enjoy Indianapolis, whatever. It, it, got, it got really bad. We, had, we were having like six-hour practices. Did you ever confront him? Uh, we got into some screaming matches a couple times. Um, Dude, that's crazy. I had I had this like epiphany between like because uh, when I started there I was twenty four and I was scared shitless of upsetting yeah. a boss, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, then, totally, totally. And then I was at Stop and Shop buying deli meat, and I was like, "This guy <laughs> cutting my roast beef right now makes more money than I do. Like, if I get fired, I could literally do anything and yeah. make more money than I'm making right now." Uh, for those unaware. Low-level basketball coaching jobs don't pay a lot of money. <laughs> so he, like, I just started, like, all right, whatever. What the, like, you know, fuck this guy. I'm going to go about my business. I'm going to be professional about it, what have you. Right. Like, he was, he was calling me names, like, <gasps> singling me out. Like, he, you know, we, we had a six-hour practice on Halloween. Like, that wasn't uh, even possible. I know. Our practice started at 8 a.m. He wanted all the guys on the floor at 7.45. And he was like, I want to be out of here. You know, we have a lift afterwards. So I want to be out of here by noon so I can get home to watch the Patriots. Noon comes. We're still on the floor. One o'clock comes. We're still on the floor. Two o'clock comes. We're still on the floor. And he's still going. You got to be fucking kidding me. I can't believe we're still on the floor. I feel like I would have just left. I would have been like, I need to go. I have a family emergency. Bye. Yeah. And our trainer was supposed to bring his kids to the zoo (gasps) for like a Halloween, like, you know, trick or treat thing. 
So he didn't get to bring his kids. Dude, and, people are fucked. Yeah, and he starts bitching about the trail. Oh, if, if he doesn't want to be here for six hours on a Sunday, why does he work in athletics? And I was like, I don't want to fucking be here for six hours no on a Sunday. No one wants to be here for six hours on a Sunday, and that's not why you work in athletics, you dumb fuck. Yeah, and he started, like, screaming at me on the floor, like, I see you over there, Coach Lang. I see how you're (laughs) acting over there. Oh, yeah, I see it. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm not doing doing a lot to hide the fact that I'm displeased here. That I've been here for six hours. And he motherfucked me for, like, 15 minutes, you know, calling me the C word, (gasps) calling me a piece of shit. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. Telling me that if I ever did this again, he's going to fire me so quick. It'll make my head spin. Fucking fire me. I dare you. I dare you to fire me. Fucking dare you, my guy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that, that's kind of, and then, you know, uh, then I left, I didn't even tell him I was interviewing it. I just kind of like did it. And I was like, listen, Mm -hmm. uh, I, I can't go back here for another year it's like this or um you know i'm out of the business whatever yeah and he um Uh, i went to a paw Sox game called and offered me a job like three hours before and i was with our other assistant who left a couple months before and i was like you know what i'm just gonna call him and tell him i'm leaving while i'm here at this paw Sox game and i called him he's like Coach Lang, how are you? I was like, great. Just wanted to let you know that I uh, interviewed for and accepted another job a couple hours ago. So, you know, just wanted to give you the heads up. Um, Good luck to you. Uh, You know, have a good day, whatever. And he was like, you you interviewed someone? I was like, yep, I did. And I'm not coming back to, like, that's it. I'm done. Ever. Ever. Goodbye. You know, so that's my bad boss story. Well, bosses can really, like, make or break your day. For me... After I was like here and uh, I was like, I'm living inside your brain. The fact that you're trying to fire me constantly on a mm. daily basis where it makes me laugh and I'm just like, whatever. But like, yeah, if you have a bad boss, it's terrible. If like you're working with somebody that you hate, it's like just such a horrible experience. I would definitely like people to write in so we can read your like bad boss or even just bad coworker stories. Yeah, absolutely. And oh my I, God, yeah. the, the, uh, the cherry on top of that Sunday for me at least was, I was, I was close with the guys that were still like there. Yeah. So they would like text me about things while I had moved on. Yeah. And he like, it got progressively worse from that season and they got worse and worse. And this was like a perennial powerhouse program that was, you know, run into a, a mm-hmm. tree. And I, uh, I got a text from one of the players when he got let go Oh God! And I'm friends with the Hoop Dirt guy, which is like the uh, it's the the publication uh, for like basketball coaching rumors and like okay. job postings and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and for like news with with college basketball coaches. So I was on a plane on the way to San Antonio, and I got a text from him as the plane started to taxi, and I like get it, and I immediately. And I sent it to the hoop dirt guy, and I'm like, "Hey, f uh, post you know, this shit. Post it. He's gone. Confirmed from one of the players. <laughs> Run with it. That thing was up on the website before yeah. the plane got off the ground. You were <laughs> like, this is hot in the streets, and I have the inside scoop, baby. Yeah, I much like yourself, Maddie. Incredibly petty. 
So, oh, I'm a petty hoe. For sure. Excited I to mean, that news. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I hate that man. I was like, if I, oh yeah, like my mom came in to eat once and he wouldn't even go and say hi to her. And, I, and she, she literally goes, he knows better. And I was like, yeah, he fucking does. Because she would have been just as petty as me. You don't fuck. My mom is the nicest person on the planet, but like, you don't fuck with her kids. Like, yeah. she'll rip your fucking head oh, off. Oh, yeah, exactly. Same with my dad. I've yeah. watched my dad choke slam a man up against a wall because he told me that um he this old man came at me at my brother's baseball tournament and i was 12 have i told this story before no i was 12 years old in my brother's baseball tournament i was walking my literal like two-month-old golden retriever around and this old man came up and started yelling at me telling me that my dog was a hazard and that it was dangerous and that even it was on a leash and like was literally screaming in my face and i was like this is a puppy golden retriever guy and my dad came up out of nowhere and just fucking grabbed the dude by the neck and shoved him up against the wall and was like if you ever speak to my daughter even like look in her direction i will fucking kill you oh yeah yeah. and my dad's not a violent man but i was like oh that's like i see where i get a little bit of my spunk i guess or my like i get very overprotective of my my, even of my friends yeah my my parents were the same way i i always said whenever my mom got pissed at somebody regarding like me or my brother i always called her the dragon lady because she like (laughs) she would like come out like breathing fire, like ready to, ready to fucking like throw down. Yeah, because you don't fuck with my kids. I can fuck with my kids, but you certainly cannot. Don't right. fucking talk to my kids. Leave exactly. my kids the fuck alone. That's how I feel about my girlfriends too. Like, especially when I was living in Boston because like girls are so fucking mean there. And I feel like I was always the one that was like, listen, stop picking on cute little SJ, my skinny little friends. Like, Oh my God, you know what? Oh, this is a UNH story. Hit me. Listen to this shit. And her boyfriend lived in the red towers next to my apartment. And they were in my year and she was the year below me. And she calls me one day at night and she was like kicking me out of so-and-so's apartment because she doesn't want me here. And I was like, it's because you're hotter than her and her boyfriend's probably wants to fuck you. And she was like, I don't know what to do. Like I'm with everybody from like our hometown. And she's like, I, and she also, as she went to school the UNH with a bunch of people from our hometown, but she was like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to leave. Like, but she won't stop being mean to me. And I was like, I'm, I mean, I'm coming over right now. And I went over to her and I was like, what the fuck is your problem? And she's like, I don't want her in my house. And I was like, first of all, this isn't your house. This is your shitty boyfriend's house. (laughs) And also who the fuck gave you the authority to kick my friends out? I was like, I will fucking literally take you outside on the main street sidewalk, you dumb bitch. And she's like, I just don't want her in her house, in my house. Like it's my choice. And I was like, listen, your party probably fucking sucks anyway. So we're leaving. But as she was just sitting there in like her cute little outfit while this girl was like berating her. And I was like, you're a fucking bridge troll like i just don't understand why girls get so territorial like that and then uh, there's people like me that are like that's not what's happening did she end up fucking the boyfriend no oh damn it i was really hoping that's how it ended (laughs) but no that's what was so preposterous about this is because sj was like i would never touch your ugly boyfriends like i mean i'm not gonna touch your ugly boyfriend sj ended up dating a guy regardless but this guy was like a fucking loser and i was like fuck you dude so anyways, so yeah, that, that was what happened. That would have been the ultimate, anyway. like, ultimate petty move if, if she, she was like, anyways. yeah, they like broke up and she was like, you know what? I'm just going to fuck this guy just so I can, next time I see her, I'm like, hey, guess what? After you guys broke up, I fucked him. Your boyfriend. I think they're married now. So like God fucking Ugh. speed to them. Hope she's God. having a horrible fucking life. What else? What else were we going to talk about? I feel like we had other shit. Did you talk about the condom? account that followed you oh my god no you guys what the fuck is happening i wake up this morning i also put my phone on do not i put it on do not disturb and i sleep 
So I wake up this morning with all these notifications and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Titan condoms started following me. And it's like, it's, it's literally, if like every guy that I've ever been hit on by that I fucking hate who like then started a condom company, that's this company. It's like guys in Givenchy t-shirts and it's like size matters. Make sure you're wearing the right size condoms. And it's basically for like big guys that like think they have massive dicks and it's like branded towards those type of men. Like not like Maxim condoms, but like it's like a, it's like a boutique condom company. And I'm like, who, first of all, how do you Boutique condoms. Second of all, yeah, boutique <laughs> condoms. Second of all, Am I your demographic? Do you think I'm like, I've maybe I should be flattered that you assume that I'm fucking dudes with massive dicks, but like, why am I your target demographic? Like why? I don't know. I just feel like that was so weird that they started following me. Yeah. I, I love the, uh, there, there's nothing more. I think, you know, we, we've touched on the, the Napoleon complex today. Oh um, there's, I think the only thing that rivals it, the Napoleon complex is mm-hmm. fake big dick guy complex. Oh my God. I mean, what? as someone that has to deal with that, it's, I'm like, dude, this is, I, I don't even want to answer it. I'm so like, I, uh, first of all, nobody wants to look at my hog. Nobody wants to. It's not, you know, just, I'm not speaking about my own part. Like I have a deformed dick or something. Like nobody wants to look at it. It's not the like. they are just not pretty. Like they're not yeah, pretty. Yeah, like things. I'm not going to like put it in a nice floral arrangement or in like a cornucopia on like the Thanksgiving table. And, you know. Be like, here it is. Yeah, have it have it on the mantelpiece next to all my stockings at Christmas. Like I'm not like nobody oh wants God, to look sorry. at it. It's not no. it's not an aesthetically pleasing sight. It Those, looks like a shriveled anteater, you know? I just oh God. <laughs> Give yourself some credit, Justin. No, Karen's so- gonna text you and be like, why are you talking about your dick <laughs> on the pod? It's not a strict stop. It's, it's so, so much so funnier to make uh, to make self-deprecating dick jokes if you just have, like, a run-of-the-mill, off-the-assembly-line, right. average guy dong, than it is to be like, yeah, you know what? I got a big dick. Yeah, I only buy, <laughs> uh, only buy Titan Magnum rubbers, you know? Um, That's the other thing. It's, like, guys with massive dicks, they're, like, they think that you, like, I've slept with guys with, like, massive dicks, and I'm just, like, this is not like the end all be all. So like, can you stop acting like a piece of shit? Because like, I don't need this. Like, this is not like a necessity for me. And like, yeah. congrats on your dick size. But like, this is not the end all be all for women. Like we have other things that we care more about than this. Truly. I really truly believe that. So if you're a boy and you have a below average size dick, I am, I would not not fuck you because of that. Yeah. I really wouldn't. I don't think it's like, I think that guys get so concerned and they're like worried about their size and I'm like no one gives a fuck like no yeah. I mean I don't know if I could hook up with a dude with a legitimate micro penis that's like not there because that's like a different story but like no one fucking cares dude no one yeah. cares it's like no me one. when I used yeah I'm like no one cares my tits are an a or small b like no one fucking gives a shit like you're yeah. just you know it is it's, what it is as we say the, in the biz it's the equivalent to being like 35 and telling people that you were awesome at high school football correct correct yeah. 
could not have said it better myself. Yeah. And yeah, I just, yeah, that dude that I hooked up with, the one that I blocked and everything, and like he came here and he was being terrible and was like a Trump supporter. And like, remember I told that on the pod? That was like one yeah, of my yeah, yeah. episodes. When I got trapped when he was visiting, he had a massive dick. And I think he was just like thought that I would never not talk to him because of that. And I was like, dude, I will leave you for dead. Like that is like, are you kidding? I've left men with worse. Like, what do you mean? But anyways, so yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why that condom company is following me unless they're going to start giving me free ones. Why the fuck are you following me? You know, my, when I lived in Providence, I, I had a couple of roommates and one of them had no idea. Guy had a fucking torque wrench in his pants and one day i walked into the bathroom and there was like an industrial size box of industrial size condoms on like the bathroom (laughs) sink and i was like whoa what is happening so i mean never know yeah no had no idea didn't talk about it i mean we uh, we joke about it now. Our you know the group chat with the three of us that we have. Uh, we right. we we um, you know because we're all Game of Thrones people and there's dragons yeah. in Game of Thrones. So um, you know we we called it dragon sized rubbers. So that's our group <laughs> chat name for it because of because Wait, he has a huge unreal. hog. Yeah, that's unreal. Dragon yeah. sized rubbers. I also love on chiclets. I don't really listen to chiclets anymore um, because I'm graduated from Jersey chasing, but when they say wrench oh i know i'm like almost a year sober from no i am i haven't fucked an athlete in a year we gotta hang we're gonna have to hang your like gucci fucking jersey up in the rafters oh my god i mean hi how are you the fucking war stories (laughs) the war stories that i could tell about that hockey team not for me i don't think i slept with one guy in that hockey team but the things they'd be like, I don't have a girlfriend. I'm like, she's literally in my comm class and she's definitely her girlfriend. One of them now they're married. The dumbest shit. I just, those boys were fucking insane. I told you about, yeah, that's a different pot. We'll talk yeah. about that at a different time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, yeah, that was, dude, fucking A. Oh, you don't, have a oh, oh, you don't have a girlfriend? So who was the girl that you were canoodling with downstairs at the party 20 minutes ago? And, I'm like the girl that hates me because she knows her boyfriend's trying to hook up with me. And I'm just like a GDI over here. I'm not in like any sorority. I'm just here because both my roommates are now married to hockey players. Oh, I used to do. Yeah, I don't know. I was not like they were. It was not good. Those boys are scumbags. I'm like, if you're fucking an athlete, that's just what it is. It's, you're not. They're not faithful to you at all. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Maybe who knows? There's some one offs. I do love um, uh, Boomer Iason's daughter. She's married to Maddie Mart. Maddie Martin from the Rangers. Oh, really? Oh, I am obsessed with her. She went to BC and she's so beautiful and blonde and gorgeous. And they just had a baby. She just had a baby girl. And like they met on Twitter. Oh, wow. Yeah. Slid into the DMs. Yeah. yeah. And they met on Twitter and he's so hot. And I'm like, I need you guys to be faithful to each other because your family's perfect. Like she's gorgeous. He's gorgeous. She's Boomer Iason's daughter. Oh, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, she's great. Same wow. with like Olivia Culpo and her boo from um, whatever team that is that I always get confused. What's his name? Fuck. Olivia Culpo. Cam- Let me look. It's like Cam something. I've seen her in person in LA. We walked by each other in Hermosa because her sister lives here. And I was like, you're the most beautiful person I've ever seen in real life. I like almost like I was like taken aback by her beauty. Holy shit. She was Miss USA and Miss Universe. Yeah. She's from Rhode Island. Miss Rhode Island. Yeah, where's she from? Yeah. Cranston. 
suburb of Providence. Um, let's She's see, gorgeous. who's she dating? And her sister's beautiful. It's like, cut, it starts with a C. Uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey? Yes, yes, From yes, the Panthers? Yes, yes, yes. They're a gorge couple. Yeah, it looks like, uh, let's see, so relationships, according to her Wikipedia. She used to date Danny Amendola. Danny Amendola. It says yeah. she was <laughs> roman- romantically uh, linked to Tim Tebow. Ew, and gross. dated he's a virgin. I know. Well, probably not anymore. I think he's married now, right? Is he married? Congrats on the sex, Tim Tebow. You yeah, fucking man. weirdo. Hey, you deserve it, Tim. Good for you, man. <laughs> I know. I know he waited a long time for it, so good for him. And uh, dated Nick Jonas. Oh, how about that? Oh, that's kooky. Yeah, she's gorge. I mean, besides those girls, they're lovely. Um, wow, she's from Rhode Island, huh? Jeez. Yeah, can you? She made it out. She made it out of there. Holy shit. Rhode Island. Not for her. Uh, speaking of, uh, back to, I, I had a, I coached a kid at, at Rhode Island College once, and he, uh, he told me when he was being recruited there um, that he thought Rhode Island was Delaware and vice versa. He was like, yeah, I just knew that there were two small states. I didn't know which one the school was in that I was going to visit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like, oh. honestly, that's fair. They're both wicked small, and it's like, what's what is this? Stay yeah, and he was like kind of right in the middle. He lived in New York, so like you know. Eh. Oh, now I don't. He lived in New York. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was from like more near there. Okay, if you're in New York, you need to understand where those two states are. Yeah. Ah, well, you know, what are you gonna do? Fools, fools. Not everybody's brain surgeons like you and I, Maddie. You know. True. They can't all be like us. I guess you know <laughs> we are the fucking elite ones. The. On uh, the the last thing I knew that we uh, that we wanted to touch upon, yes. and I want to make sure I have the definition of what it is when I pull it up. Oh my god! Uh, what is it? So San Francisco supervisors unanimously oh, yes. pass the Karen Act, which stands for the Caution Against Racial and Exploitative Non-Emergencies. It's fucking hilarious that they named it the Karen Act. San Francisco is hysterical i mean they give no fucks that's unreal but honestly that should be a fucking law or whatever that should be because yeah what are you trying to do dude you racist fuck you're and then you're blocking the 911 phone lines for real emergencies because someone's having like that woman that 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 started at all the woman on the phone because there was like a grill or something people were like grilling outside like the og karen with like that purple fleece do you remember her no i don't the, the it first was so one, long ago the first one i really remember was the uh there was that guy uh in the park bird watching and oh oh he yeah asked her to put yeah. her like she was in an area where it says dogs must be on a leash in this area yeah. and he asked her to put her dog on a leash and she fucking snapped and called the cops and said that he yeah. was like threatening her because he was yeah. a black dude. Like, yeah. that's the, yeah. that's literally the only reason. Yep. So yeah, San Francisco, I mean, I feel like that should be a nationwide law. How bad do you think it must be to be named Karen right now? If you're like a normal oh, Karen. I have an aunt Karen and she's the loveliest human of all time. Does she hate imagine. that? Does she hate that her name is like basically used as the? I would assume. Yeah, I, she's like so off the grid. I doubt she even knows what's going on. But yeah, I mean, if you imagine if my name was Karen, I'd change my name. Yeah, I I worked with it. I worked with a Karen, great lady, fantastic lady, and like when it started, like you know, gaining steam, like people calling people Karen, she was like, 
I just want to make note that I spell my name with an I, not an E, okay? So I'm not the same as the rest of these people. She like posted this on Facebook. Like, yeah. That's very funny. Yeah, because it's like these poor women. Fucking well, A. Like, what, yeah. what do you think is worse? In, in your opinion, do you think it's worse to be named Karen in 2020 okay. or be named Clarice when Silence of the Lambs came out? Oh, God. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. Um, <laughs> probably Karen. Yeah. Because Karen has such a bad con- like connotation to it. And Clarice is just like... There are more Karens. A- there are way more Karens than Clarice's. And it's just like your name basically just means that, yeah, if I had to introduce myself and be like, I'm Karen. But I guess if you're introducing yourself, like, I'm Clarice. And they're like, hello, Clarice. And you're like, I'm going to fucking blow my brain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There just like aren't that many Clarices. I don't no, think. I don't even know. That was an odd name for that movie. Um, yeah, no, I'm sticking with my Karen answer. Yeah, that, I mean that's probably the reason they went with it, so that like you know there was probably less of people, less people affected by the by the hello <laughs> Clarice thing because there's you know not a lot of people named Clarice. You know, totally. like totally. I have. Uh, a, you know, Kara's Kara's got a fr- a friend from from high school. She was in our in our wedding. Uh, her name's Mindy. And every time I every time I see her, I do the hello Mindy thing from Superbad. Oh my god, I love. <laughs> when he's trying I, to buy beer at the fucking with the with yes, the fake ID. Yes, Mindy. I have a story about. Fogel, me and Fogel fucking up at Catalina Island ripping around golf carts smoking joints. That was like Wait, the first. Wait, what? Really? Yeah, the first two months, first, probably second month I moved here, him and his friend Mike were on Catalina Island for Mike's birthday randomly on like a day trip. And me and my girlfriends were up there for the night. And he was so nice and we became friends with them. And he, we hung out with him the entire day, the whole night. And it was me and him on a, a golf cart together. I have a picture with him. It's on my Instagram, but no one knew who he was. Um, which was weird, like on my Instagram, but yeah, we were just smoking so many joints. And then I had like a picture of his ass on my phone for so long, but that was like four phones ago. Yeah. He was super oh, nice. Damn. Yeah. He was a wicked nice dude. That's fantastic. He was a nice guy. What, what, yeah. We had a blast. What's his name? Christopher Mintz Plass. Is that it? Yes. Ex- yep. Yep. He Look was at me. Cool, my fucking was, recall. Just like a that fucking. That was banana. At yeah. least one of us because my fucking brain is broke. <laughs> down. Yeah. And then I have to go entertain a man later, which like, oh my God, whatever. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. No, he's making me dinner, which is nice. So that's nice of him. He's making yeah. me linguine and clams. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I was like, you're really throwing down the gauntlet here. You know, I'm Italian. And he was like, I know. And I was like, all right, well. Do you know what, what kind of, uh, what kind of sauce is he going with? Is he going with a like, nice. Uh, it's oil. Well, cause I'm. So I'm started eating seafood again, but I don't, I still don't eat anything else. So I don't mm. eat like butter or anything. So it's just like a white wine, olive oil, probably red pepper, garlic, parsley. I mean, that's how I would make it. Who fucking knows how his freaking Croatian ass makes it. Who knows? <laughs> we'll fucking see. From, from what I've, from what I've heard, the uh, uh, Croatia, not the best food. Definitely not as good as Italian food. <laughs> Definitely not as notable. As the old Italian, but I don't know. We'll see. This will be the true test. I said to him, I was like, you've been fucking testing me on this shit all the time. But now I'm like, dude, this other dude is like in my ear. And I'm like, fucking A. If you would ask me two weeks ago if I would date this dude, I'd be like, 100%. Like, I will be his girlfriend. And now I'm just like, 
this other guy knows about, he knows about this dude and he just like is putting the full court press on me. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? Maybe, yeah, maybe you know. he, maybe he, without knowing it, listened to the podcast, found out this oh, information and now he's going to like, that's why the, the Linguini and clams is coming out. He's going to like ask you to be his girlfriend. Oh my God. You, uh, can you imagine if he does that? Oh if he asked me to be God. his girlfriend tonight, I'm going to be like, I can't. I started talking to somebody else because you haven't been paying attention to me and we talk once a week. Yeah. Sorry, but please give me my Linguini. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I don't know what's happening. You guys, my life is a fucking shit show. Anyways. All right. Well, it's wildly entertaining. Else. It's great for content. Um, you know, I did tweet that the only good thing that happened this week was my boobs were massive because I had my period. So that was sick. Oh yeah. I was, I, I laughed Big so win. hard at that. I was like, I didn't know how to say it in a way that didn't make it sound super creepy when I tweeted back <laughs> at you and said, Congrats this is, on those tits. I was like, I, I was like, this content. smells like great content. And then I was like, I just said, this smells like great content about a period. <laughs> I no, was like, I think it was fine. I didn't even think twice about it. So and that, fine. yeah, I know. I, I just, you know, my skin like crawled a little bit after I said it, but I was like, ah, well, you know, it's out there yeah, now. It's and then, committed. People liked it. And then plus I used a, a Chris Pratt gif, which then I realized afterwards he was like under fire for being a trumpet this week. So like. He's a Trump supporter? Yeah, that's what I saw on the, on the interweb. And you know what? I saw his Nobody wife, ever like, tells, nobody ever tells lies on the internet, ever. So. <laughs> Nobody ever does. You got so close to the mic. The internet is all true. Everything you read is true. Um, yeah, his wife, Schwarzenegger, whatever, was like on E's comment section being like, stop bullying my husband. We need more love in the world. And I'm like, girl, shut the fuck up. We need this drama. Shut up. Yeah. Let us pick apart your fucking rich, hot, husband yeah for like, once hey, in our lives chill like, out hey we're it's 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 almost fall where you are it's beautiful where i am it's yeah. lukewarm here and there um yeah. we're about to be trapped inside again for another six months we need something to yeah. entertain us you know something for might sure. as well be making 100%. fun of celebrities yeah fuck it right now i'm gonna start i'm gonna watch the bachelorette now and then i'm gonna we can talk about it on the next pod oh yeah we'll do a batch segment i'm fired up yeah Woo! that's actually how i started great. this whole endeavor with a blog mm -hmm. about the bachelor oh really <laughs> yeah oh i'm excited okay i'll definitely watch oh yeah no that's uh, like this is uh it, it's it's my it's my favorite i love watching trash tv the langs big trash tv family <laughs> love it this is like you know this is like the super bowl of trash tv oh my god i can't wait Wow, uh, no, I really can't wait. Oh, I have to burp. <laughs> Sorry, I swallowed the bourbon wrong. I'll leave that in. That's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, that must have burned. Yeah, you should. That must have burned. Oh, my God. Uh, what do you think? Should we should we wrap it up, Matt? I feel like we should wrap. I have nothing else to say. I mean, I'm going to have more content next week, I'm sure. I'm going to see that guy because he's getting a COVID test so we can hang out because he's yep. A sweet angel boy. And then I don't know, I'm gonna go see this guy. He's gonna make me linguine clams. I'll make sure to rate it. And who fucking knows else what's gonna happen, y'all? Yeah. Do we have anything to plug? I guess Fat Boy Surf Club still. I still haven't gotten a post on their thing because it's my fault because I just haven't been around. But I'll get one in Mexico because I'm going with all those boys. Um yeah, fatboysurfclub.com. 
uh, Carbonara for 15% off. Their shit's wicked nice. I think they just got sweatshirts in. And yeah, it's great. It's going to be great. Yeah, my mom bought a shirt. Did she? Yeah. Oh my God, what a dream boat. And, oh my and my mother-in-law. Both oh my bought, God. Both bought apparel. Yeah. So I love that your mom and your mother-in-law like support the pod and my parents ha- have no idea this even exists. So yep. yeah, they're, <laughs> I love they're, the relationship you have with them. They both, keep us grounded. Yeah. They're both thrown off by some of the content, but you know, they still accept <laughs> us anyways. <laughs> Thanks moms. <laughs> moms. Like, no wonder this Maddie girl is single in the thirties. She's like, dude, <laughs> like, are you kidding? Psychopath. Anyways. anyways. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. This we'll was have fun. more structure next week, but it was really fun. Yeah, it was fun. I thought we were pretty structured this week for uh, not yeah, being that structured, right. you know? I mean, for not being stoned out of our gourds, like trying yeah. to talk about random shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, no, we were, we, were, we were fucking great, you know? Um, right. But yeah, no, more structure. Um, you know, we were supposed to have a guest tonight, had to postpone due to uh, yeah. extenuating circumstances um, yeah. beyond all of our control. So yes. hoping to have uh, hoping to have him on again, you know, hoping to have him on next week. Um, yeah, that'd be great. Oh my God, I would love. He's a UNH alum and it'll be so fun. He'll probably be the most famous of us and we won't say why. To leave, to 100% leave he will be. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll, we'll discuss right. it. We'll discuss it on the episode we have him on. Hopefully, yes. he won't kill us as a result. But this is the crossy bears. This yeah. is the crossy bears. It is. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram uh, at HCTV Pod. Follow Maddie and I on Twitter and Instagram. Mine's the same, JLang20. Maddie's mine's is. M, mine's fucking different. Mine's m.barasano on instagram and then it's m underscore barisano on twitter i need to change my instagram whatever that's a story for a different day it is yeah whatever but no this was fun mads um you know always a good time and uh yeah i guess we'll uh we'll see you next week we'll see you next week okay bye everybody bye (laughs) bye